0: you about you here will inspire innovate give you insight and take you on the wings of leadership this is why we call it the i3l inspiration innovation insight and leadership get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with kayo de okuta hi welcome to another episode of the i3l podcast the i3l podcast is here to Give you the leadership tools to make sure that your leadership journey is beautiful and your effectiveness is wonderful. And every single week, we come to you bringing world-class content to reduce your learning curve and maximize effectiveness in life and in leadership. Today, we're bringing to you another interesting topic. We called it building your anticipatory skills. One of the things that has come out during this pandemic is the fact that a lot of people are actually worried. They are thinking, how would we thrive? Not just survival, because those organizations, those individuals that pivoted to remote working actually probably survived. But how would we thrive in a post-pandemic world when the world is different from the world in which we first lived in? There was this story I heard of a guy that entered into coma in January 2020, and he was resurrected in February 2021. Certainly, the world in which he was coming back was different from the world in which he left. So but how do we make sense of everything that's going on? Should we just give up? Should we just think that there's no way to make sense of what someone called the acceleration of acceleration of things are changing at breakneck speed? Now, we cannot just give up. Like the famed leadership expert, Peter Drucker, said something. He said the best way to create the future or the best way to determine the future is to create it or the best way to predict the future is to create it. So how do we create a great future that we would be major players in? Because it's not necessary to create a future in which you're not going to be a participant. So you're going to create a future, maybe in business, in life, in ministry, whatever leadership endeavor you are in, that you would be a participant in. And not just a participant, but a major player in. So, therefore, we're, we're bring in how to build aspiratory spiritual skills, how to know what's going on. There was um, a story about the tsunami that took place many years ago in Southeast Asia. And he was saying that immediately, a lot of people saw the water recede. They anticipated that what was going to take place was it was about to happen. But those that did not know what had taken place, why was the water receding, actually were swept away because they did not anticipate what was going to take place. Now, now, can you anticipate what's taking place in your industry? Can you anticipate what's taking place in your, um, in your, in your, sp- in your sphere? You know, there's sometimes past, we did a podcast we said, if you do not shape the space you are playing in, you will be shaped out of space. So, can you anticipate what is going to take place? And if you can, then you would have a role to play. So, we're talking about not being just um, proactive. We're talking about not just even being prepared. We're talking about the fact that you must build the necessary and useful skills by being preactive, knowing where you're going to be acting in. So, aspiratory Skills is probably what can determine if you will thrive, if your organization will thrive, if your country will thrive, if your city will thrive in the post-pandemic era. Now, I call it a strategic and systemic process of identifying and preparing for the opportunities, for the changes, for the potential gaps, and the weaknesses that would be inevitable and that would occur. If you can successfully do this, one thing is clear, success will be inevitable. So, aspiratory skills will reduce your fears, will limit uncertainty, and probably would also eliminate doubts about the future. In the world of great disruption, great disruption, you can become competent in looking out for whether the next game is going to be played. Two people here are my role models. Now, when you talk about how they are anticipated, then you must be able to understand that if they could do this successfully in the field which we are playing, played, then probably you could also do the same thing. Now, I'm talking about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, Ed Jordan, he said something. He said, he never looked forward for for them to give him the ball on the field. He always asked me, where would the ball be played next? So, he always looked where the ball was going to be played next. And he went there and they always won. Now, you would say he won because my father had six rings in his hands to to see how many times he was successful, how many times he was a champion. The second person in which I would probably also talk about is the famed um, creator or inventor or, or winner that people talk about, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, I was, I was watching um, a documentary or I was watching uh, a presentation by, um, by, by Jim Collins and Jim Collins was talking about the fact that in 1988, he was still a Stanford professor and um, he invited Steve Jobs, who had just been fired from Apple, to come and speak to his entrepreneurial class at Stanford University. You know what happened? Steve Jobs challenged them to tell them and he said he was looking for a world in which a computer would fit the palm of their hands and would be able to enter into their pocket. So Steve Jobs was anticipating the changes that was going to take place and he actually was pre-active. So he played the game in such a way that he was going to be relevant when the game had changed. You know what? A lot of companies, BlackBerry, a lot of companies, Nokia, did not understand. They were not anticipatory about what was, change, what was changing in the environment in which we were playing. And I see the same thing taking place here, even today. Many companies, many countries are not at of what's going to take place. Last week, General Motors made a profound statement that they would have zero emissions in their cars by 2035. What does that say? So, at, three, at what's going to take place, you're going to know that the world of fossil fuels will be Irreversibly altered. Now, a lot of countries that depend on fossil fuels know that they have between now and 2035 to change the game because if Major if Motors say that they're not going to produce cars by 2035, it means that every other company have been given 2035 as a cut of time in which they will have zero emissions from, for their cars. That tells you that the game would be played in a different field. So what should you do? What should a country do? What should an individual do? What should someone who is building his career in the oil and gas industry? What should he do? He has to build administrative skills. He has to understand where is game going, going to be played. He has to understand that you know what? Yes, I do not need to be scared about the future, but I need to understand where I need to position myself so that I would not just be success- relevant. I would also be successful. That's where administrative skills becomes very very useful for people. So, so let's continue. So, you don't need to be scared about the future. There certain things that will take place in the future. There are seven things that will take place in the future. The, for instance, like Peter Drucker said one night, he said, what, as long as they're human beings, there would always be need for sinners. So, the churches would always have a role to play. There would, um, men would always um, commit, um, commit infraction. So, obviously, there will always be lawyers. that will be necessary. But the kind of question, what kind of lawyers would you now need in those kind of times... That's how you have to be anticipatory to understand what would be necessary, what skills would be necessary, what values would be created by the time in which we are anticipating what is going to take place. So, you have to understand that the fourth industrial revolution is going to bring certain things to play that will be certainly different. So, in my opinion, in my opinion, you've got to build anticipatory skills. You've not got to be afraid of what's taking place you've got to understand that look you know what i have you've got to be involved in the future and there's certain things that you must do and i will share with you certain things that you would probably just be ready for when the game will be played so to build your anticipatory skills you must understand the following there are two kinds of events that takes place that are what they call the cyclical events and the non-cyclical events the cyclical events means that you know what after rain after the rainy season will be the dry season, so it's cyclical. You know, it will come. You always know that those things will take place. Understand those cyclical events. You must understand those events, because if you understand those events, it probably would would um, would um would change your your fear. So, I mean, like recently there was the American election, and you know, the, the Democrats won, and so on. It's the same that One day very soon or, I mean, maybe four years, maybe eight years, maybe 12 years, but there will be a Republican in the house. So those events will take place one way or the other. So after rainfall, after the, after Hamilton is um, is the dry season, after, after winter is summer. Those events will take place, the cyclical events that will take place. The second event that will take place what I call the non-cyclical events or the linear events. So once something starts, it can only go forward. So you're talking about the fact that. A non event, a linear events, is something like your age. Your age will always increase. It will never go down. It will always go up. You understand? Probably your health will always get better. I mean, there are different things. So there are non-linear events. So when we you look at non-linear events, you'll be able to understand that, okay, where can I play? What's changing? What's going up? What's changing so if things are changing that means that I must understand that is this event a circular event or a non cyclical event that's a linear event so if I understand it's a linear event then I know that the change is irreversible so I now need to position myself to where the game will be played you understand so for instance in understanding that in circular events you understand you've got to be thinking about um, agility so for instance the clothes you will wear during the um during the winter season it's going to be different from the clothes wood where during, um, during the summer season now again you're going to change your presentations you're going to change those things that you're going to do now but in linear events like not cyclical events you're going to have to think about anticipation where how far are we going are we going geometrically are we going exponentially what are the things that are taking place so if i understand those things then i can i am able to position myself for the next phase of things now, the second thing about it, you ought to build as future skills, that you must understand converging, um, converging trends. What's, what are the trends that are converging? So, you must understand that what are the things affecting the system? What are the forces that shape in the future? If you understand those forces shaping the future, then you probably be able to anticipate what's going on. So, what are the converging trends? So, for instance, if the population is increasing, what are going to be the trends of affecting affected? It? So two things you can split. That if population increases, then you know that there will be the need for houses, there'll be need for um for better health facilities, that there'll also be need for maybe education facilities, you understand. So different things you can expect those things that are taking place and but try to be able to understand that then you understand what are the effects of technology what are the what are the um, effects of technology what are the effects of demographics what are the effects of um social political um issues taking place in the um in the ecosystem now you understand why the pain areas what would two billion people need what I, I mean so you also understand for something like when facebook decided that they were going to have a currency that oh, 2 billion people so what is going to be a company trend there what's going to be a change there what's going to happen now those are the things that You must understand when you're trying to build your entrepreneurial skills that the third thing you have to do is you have to look for what is the catalyst. What's what's changing the game? Now I learned in school that if the catalyst is something that changes a chemical reaction without it being different in itself, you know, I mean, it just changes the way the game is going to be played. So it's important to understand that you have to look for the catalyst. I believe that that's where a lot of people failed when Steve Jobs excelled. You know, Steve Jobs understood when the MP3 was player was formed. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't invent it, but he knew that that was the catalyst that was going to change the game. And because he was proactive, he knew what he was looking for. He was prepared to seize the opportunity when the time came, you know. And by that, he was able to do the iPod and change the game, and Apple became probably a trillion dollar company. So you've got to look for what's the catalyst that would alter significantly the game that is being played. I also think my opinion that the pandemic is also a catalyst that would also so that would also um change the game that's been played you know the decision for to go into fossil fuels and um, zero emissions and fossil fuels is also a catalyst that would ultimately change the game so look for the catalyst that's changing the way the game is being played in the space in which you are operating so if you understand that then you're ready to go now the fourth thing i think is that for you to build that spiritual skills is that you must not have a culture of anticipation. You must begin to think that the game is going to be played somewhere. You must begin to understand that you must be looking at for where the game is going to be played for because focus will determine your reality. What are you looking at? If you're looking at the past, then you cannot be moving forward. If you're looking at the rear mirror, then you probably will not be deciding where things are going to be. So you've got to create a culture of anticipation and think where are we going to? What's happening in other industries that probably might have an effect upon us? So, for instance, if you're in banking, you're to, you have to begin to think that fintech has become so huge. And um, so you're going to have a situation where it's, people are going to be looking up to an app for every of the financial needs. So so you probably might not even have a banker or an investment banker or an investment guru who will come and talk to them They'll probably just be able to do that with the click of their phones. So that's what Amazon did. You know, Amazon brought out an old model and made it relevant. You understand? So, if a guy thinks about bringing out an old model and bringing it out as something that is useful, then he changes the entire game. And finally, I'm also going to be thinking that what's going to be change maximizer that word. Make you get ahead in the light of accelerating change. What's going to be the change maximizer? You going to be looking for what's going to maximize change? You understand? It could be a political event. It could be, it could be a natural disaster, and um, like um, like COVID, like post COVID, could also. I mean, for instance, you are going to determine what are the. For instance, one of the things that COVID actually did was it made us understand what are the real what are the real mission. Of an organisation, or what are the free benefits that an organisation actually does? So, if you could really those two things together, then you'll be in the game to be played. So, in my opinion, in trying to round up today, in my opinion, the most critical skills to have is probably not even agility. It's not probably not being able to navigate. It's probably to be that speed where the game is going to be played. Because if you do not aspect the game, you will become irrelevant. What what skills would the would the future need? You understand what skills for the future need? If the future needs... I mean, for instance, you could not be learning Latin if the future is not speaking Latin. You understand, I mean, if the future game is going to be played in Chinese, you're not going to be learning Latin and think that you're going to be able to win or be able to make an impact or try to be relevant or, or become useful. So you've got to be able to add speed where the, game, the next game is going to be played. And I think that's where organizations will need a lot of help and for instance the cardota.com coaching thing that i run you understand i also i'm also doing a lot of t- um, teaching on t- industries you understand, the oil industries the the uh, the financial industries where it's going to be the game where is the next game going to be played because if you do not know where the game is going to be played they are gone they're gone i also noticed that countries not never know where the game is going to be played and that's why countries or cities could also become irrelevant. I've seen cities that were that were thriving before become irrelevant in the post um, uh, in the post-industrial era. You know, so like, Liverpool used to be a very very thriving city, but I mean, you would compare Liverpool to Dubai today. You know why? Because Dubai adds speed. There'll be a time that there'll be no oil. There's speed. There'll be a time that oil will be relevant. There'll be a time that oil will not be the major role, major factor. Determining successes of, of a city and what role did they want to play? Dubai decided they going to play into tourism and obviously you could say they made a great job out of that decision. Now the question is Dubai, so if tourism is gone, what other industries or what other uh, values can any other city add? You They are different things and so cities will come together to ask what are the things that you want to do and we will be able to talk to you about it. So. As we, the future is not something to be scared of, the future is something to be prepared for. It's not something to be scared of, of, it's something to be prepared for. And in order to prepare for the future, you must be pre And in being pre-active, you must position yourself in order to be able to take the, the opportunities, in order to be able to minimize the weaknesses of yourself and your organization, and in order to be able to maximize the effectiveness in which you will probably run. So I think it's been a great time talking to you. Every single week we come to you. And, um, and like we always say that if you enjoy us, that you should make sure that you um, give us a rating on any of, the, any of the medium in which you're using to listen to the podcast. And, um, and if you really want to um, uh, call us to speak in any of your organizations or talk to you about this further, we could. You could write us on coyotebutter.com, info at and we'll be glad, we'll be glad, glad, glad to do that for you. So, same time, next week, we'll see you. So, have a great day, have a great week, have a great weekend, bye.